I would like to welcome everybody back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Um, before we get into today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about last week's episode. Um, I had Pauly Calafiori on, and it was a great episode. He really shared his insight um, onto some things. Um, there was a lot of interaction after the episode was out there. Um, some people had some not so great things to say. Um, I'm glad you guys uh, listened and downloaded the episode. It's doing very well. Um, and I, I like your guys' feedback. Just remember, you know, you cannot like a certain challenger, but the certain levels of um, hatred that stem from people is a little bit too much sometimes. Um, and um, I, I have nothing but respect for Paulie. I like Paulie. I hope he comes back to the challenge. Um, but some of the comments were just out of pocket that I got after. Um, so just want to throw that out there. Just remember that this is, you know, it's a TV show. It's it's a reality TV show. This isn't real life. You know what I mean? It's not like the real world. This episode, I have Jay stared on. This is actually the second time I've had Jay on the podcast. The first time was all the way back at the beginning of 2021. It was episode nine. Um, it was right after he left on Double Agents. Um, it is good to hear him and how he's been doing now after Ryder dies. Um, we talk about, you know, the messy season him and Michelle had, the moves they made, um, his and Banana's rivalry over a certain someone and more. I really hope you guys enjoy the episode. Um, yeah, that's all I really have. All of my social media links will be down below. I'm at the Dylan Decker on Instagram or at Chilling with Dylan Pod on Instagram. Um, my TikTok and Twitter will be linked down below as well. Um, and then just a shout out reminder that I will be starting a new podcast um, the end of January. Um, I can't say the name yet, but it will be with Paige from the Most Likely Two podcast. Um, and it will have nothing to do with reality TV. We're going to just talk about our lives and what we think on certain situations. And um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, so stay tuned for details of that coming out soon. Enjoy the episode. Chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss them. Real as it gets, never know what to expect. Uh, got a rep jersey, I thought I told you. Yes, indeed. Every week, got a brand new poster while I'm hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Let's go. The next guest on the Chilling with Dylan podcast is a two-time guest. He was last on in the beginning of 2021, so it's been about a year and a half now. Um, and in my opinion, probably the star of season 38, Ride or Dies, it is Jay Starrett. Jay, how are you doing today? I'm chilling with Dylan, baby. Let's get after it. Hell yeah. Thank you for having me, bro. I appreciate it so much. No problem. Thanks for being here. Um, I appreciate it. So like I said, we were last on around the beginning of 2021. Um, it was right after you were eliminated on double agents, I believe. So if yeah. you could talk about what you've been up to since then, um, why we didn't see you on Spies, Lies, and Allies, and just what your life's been like. Dude, life has been, uh, how to put it? Life's been life. It's been really good. Um, you know, ups and downs here and there. Didn't get to go on the last season. Uh, what was it? 37. Yep. Heard I didn't really miss anything. So, you know, Paige told me, Paige told me yesterday, she's like, you didn't miss anything. Yeah. But um, I mean, it would have been great to get to play with Michelle and Michaela because I've always wanted to play with Michaela again since uh, Survivor. But um, probably a different outcome as well because on Survivor, there's only one winner, but on the challenge, you got male and female. So that would have been yeah. chill. And then um, working on Stay Loco, my merchandise, my brand, my fucking clothing line. Um, 
building the TikTok. I've been busy on the internet and yeah. also with clothing. So it's been really good. Killing it. Killing it. Um, so you mentioned Michaela, and I usually do listener questions at the end, but I have so many listeners sending <laughs> questions about you and Michaela and how they're sad that you guys weren't together. Um, so I guess I'll just word it like this. Um, if Michaela was on this season or another season you were on, is it against each other? Is it working together? What is your dynamic with her? And how do you think it would be on the challenge together? Uh, I have no problems with Michaela and all the dynamic with, with her. We always worked well together. We worked well together on Survivor. She was in my alliance. Obviously, like, you know, when I blindsided her, shit sucked. But she, she's smart and amazing competitor. But, um, yeah, working with Michaela would be super easy for me. We get along. But sometimes Michaela doesn't get along with everyone that I'm always working with. So, mm -hmm. uh, an example figgy an example michelle fitzgerald on last on the season 37 so i would have to be like the middleman and kind of doctor fill that relationship between everyone uh -huh. but um i have no 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 bad notes for michaela um no bad thoughts about me i love her she's a great person she's very kind and sweet to me so mm -hmm. um you know in gameplay everything always changes so you never really know um what someone's gonna do so you just kind of gotta go play the game Definitely. Um, so you were with Michelle and a lot of us like Survivor diehard fans were excited to see that. Um, if you could just talk about where you and Michelle met, um, obviously it's through the Survivor world, but you were on um, 33, which is Millennials versus Gen X, and she won 32, which is Korong. So you just talk about how you guys met and how you became so close together. So I was actually supposed to be on 32 in Korong with Michelle. So happy I didn't play that fucking season because I heard about the bugs and the heat and all that shit. I got to go to Fiji, which is a little bit better than Cambodia. Not even a little, a lot. But um, we met in the casting process of Survivor Season 32. And you're not allowed to talk to each other in this process. But boy, were we batting some eyes at each other and sending some, you know, imaginary kisses in my mind. And shit was flowing. <laughs> and then... Uh, we talked for the first time, like in an elevator when we're not supposed to. Oops. And then um, ever since she went on, I became an alternate. And then she went on. And then right when she got off, you know, I slid in the DMs, sent her a message. I think it was on Facebook. And we started talking. And then we talked all the time, then started flirting more, then started, you know, dare I said dating or whatever, but we were dating for a while. And then, you know, visiting each other, flying back and forth. And then uh, the relationship was rocky, but it was like good, bad, good, bad. And then, yeah. yeah. And then we stopped talking and then we were just kind of basic friends. And when challenge called, we were like, well, what better than, you know, you were just on last season. We're still friends. Um, we still probably have love for each other. That's why there's also so much fucking tension between us all the time. Uh, and it's not even sexual. It's just straight up tension. And then getting to play this game, it's been, it's been amazing. And the friendship now has grown and blossomed to something that I think is even better than we ever had. Even if we had continued dating, like I would so much rather grandma and grandpa sleep in different beds, but talk all the time. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, I did have some listener questions about your guys's current, um, relationship if there's a future for going back to the romance or is it just platonic um what do you what do you think the future holds for you too 
We are both dating other people right now, so it's great. Oh. But if Jay Shell ever decides to merge again, um, hopefully it's not a fucking hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. Um, so was there any talks for any other ride or dies for you besides Michelle, or was it just kind of set in stone when casting started, Michelle and Jay are going to be together? Um, it was pretty much... In my mind, it was like, well, Michelle would be the best pick, but I've always, like, I've asked Michelle Schubert from my season of Survivor to come on because we always had a thing going, um, flirty and also not. But um, Natalie Anderson would have been a great person. Uh, Schubert would have been a great person. At one point, I even considered, like, my sister, but then I was like, nope, actually not even to take that off the table, not bringing my family into this mess. Nope. So... Because that would not, it wouldn't be game for me anymore. It'd be family. So that's yeah. different. I get it 100%. I do um, want to shout out Natalie Anderson because she deserves a second chance. I would love to see you, Je- uh, you Michelle, uh, Michaela work a Survivor Alliance together. I think that'd be really cool. Um, I want to talk about other survivors we've had on the show. So we've seen, you know, obviously you, Michelle, um, Michaela. We saw Tommy Sheehan last season. And, um, you guys have made it pretty far, but there's been some incidences like Natalie had to leave early um, due to a medical situation. Tommy had to leave due to a medical situation. Um, so what do you think the opinion is of survivors on the challenge? Because I really think you guys could take over the show if you get casted more. And which other survivors would you like to see, you know, besides Michelle, who you just said from um, 33, um, just re- new newer people? Oof. Um kind of difficult because the survivor cast is all different age ranges mm-hmm. um but as far as the ones that i actually think could like compete and keep up uh i mean get my fucking boy ben on there he's killing it you know um i love ben seeing him on challenges i was sick yeah. so get get ben on there the cowboy himself me and him hang out anytime he's in la or anytime i i still need to go up to idaho but um He's the fucking man. I love Ben. Um, Cole Metters is another great, great pick. Uh, Taylor Stalker from my season of Survivor. But I feel like, you know, Survivors, we're not there to take over the game. Like, you know, Big Brother's taking over. Survivor's here to take over. Honestly, I think we just got stuck in every show is kind of making their own alliance because the old school vets aren't allowing people into their old school vet alliance. And it's like, well, if you don't let people break into your alliance, eventually people are going to bond together and try to overthrow you, Yeah, you know? And if I had more survivors this season, not saying I needed it because the rookies were fucking killing it for me. Like Johnny Middlebrooks was handling the business with me and um, Horacio, I needed him to pull a win real bad. Um, especially on the car challenge last night, he was like, you know, we need this win. And he knows he felt the pressure on it because every day I'd be like, I need you to win one, bro. Like I need you right now. Yeah. So he's a badass in eliminations when it comes game time for that too, as well. He's a fucking all around amazing competitor. And so is Olivia. She is a boss dude hitting Raven out of her shoes and shit. Um, so I don't take any credit even from Raven or Johnny Middlebrooks or Rossi or Olivia. They were my squad. They were great. Um, but having Narice as well, coming from X on the beach, uh, we've known each other, but she was part of my alliance as well. And it's like, 
if if the old school vets don't want to let us in, well then you know what? It's about fucking time that we start playing this game. I'm not I'm not scared anymore to play the game that I need to play. So, you know, being voted out. If come next season, if they actually approach me with like, hey Jay, let's make an alliance, I would never in my life be like, nah, fuck that. I would consider it and strategize and be like, all right, what's the game this time? Because yeah. every game is different. So but this time, none of them wanted to come up and say, hey, what's up, Jay? You want to make alliance? Instead, they were all just like, oh, Jay's here. And then Bananas comes back and he's like, oh, let's throw him down immediately. And Nani's like, I don't trust Jay. I'm like, what the fuck have I ever done to either of you? You know? Yeah. So I have no problem throwing you down either. So I do want to talk about that. You, uh, Michelle, I mean, Michelle's only been on one season. You were on two. Amber's been on. This is her third. Um, mm-hmm. Amber's a champ. You guys were playing with the rookies, um, rather than the, you know, bananas, Nani, Jordan, Tori, that group. Um, I was going to ask, why do you think that is? Are they just not willing to work with you guys? Do they not trust you? Um, because it makes sense in a lot of people's heads for you guys to work with the vets since you're vets, get rid of the rookies and then target each other. We're not OG vets. And that's the, that's the, that's like the doctor. easiest answer I can give you. Like it's okay. my third season, my first season. I didn't even get to play the challenge. I got to play elimination, you know? Yeah. My second season, I got to play the challenge and I won a daily. And then, you know, um, things were said behind my back strategically that I had known nothing about. Like I heard like, you know, I was going for Durrell and I was like, I'm never going for fucking Durrell. Like he's cool. So coming into this season, um, I finally got to play. I finally had numbers on my side to play with, even though, you know, some moves for some people, maybe me, who knows, but things could have been different. But I mean, imagine if, you know, instead of Nelson winning the daily that day, I won yeah. and I won three in a row, you know, for sure. I was fucking ready. I was like, okay, all that's going down again. Let's do this every time. I don't care, but I think it's just, they didn't know that someone would finally just be like, I'm tired of this um, so-called vacation alliances, what everyone calls them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I was, I'm ready to play the game. Like I'm not there to just cruise, cruise control. Like if it gets me in fucking trouble, it gets me in trouble, but I'm not going to kiss anybody's ass. I'm down to play. I'm down to make alliances. I'm down to make moves. I'm down to like actually play the game. So. No, that's why I mean, uh- a lot of people have loved watching you play this season. Um, I do want to talk about Bananas, just because you mentioned him with the vets. Um, so we don't have to get into too big of detail, but um, a lot of people have noticed that Bananas has become kind of obsessed with you. Um, <laughs> and there's an ex involved, and I don't want to bring that situation up, but people want to know more about your dynamic with Bananas. And is it a friend thing? Is it an acquaintance thing? Or is it just rivalry? Because we don't really see you guys interact together, but Bananas always has your name in his mouth. Um, that's because we don't, we don't interact. (laughs) (laughs) We don't like, um, so to bring it up, I was dating Morgan at the time, right after X on the beach, she went off with bananas and then I don't know why, but he brings it up every episode he can. And I'm like, dude, it's been like five fucking years. Like that's the oldest news ever. Um, but to me, I've never had going on total madness. I literally walk up to the guy and I'm like, Hey man. I don't have any hard feelings towards you. We're all good. I'm just here to play the game. That's real life matters. And like, mm-hmm. she, she chose you. It's not your fault, you know? So it's all good. And then after that, 
I don't know if he thought I was coming to chase him or I'm like trying to get revenge or whatever, but I have no problem with anybody in the game. I don't take shit to heart. I don't go home with the game and I'm like, I'm coming back for you. You know, like it doesn't hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a game at the end of the day. So when he, when I saw him come into the challenge and he threw me down immediately, I was like, okay, well, we're back to total madness vibes where they just fucking want to throw me in every time. And I'm their scapegoat because banana says so, you know? So to me, that's why when you guys, when everyone sees that I don't throw him down on the first time that we win our daily with Michelle, because Michelle didn't want to throw down Nani and also Nelson and Michelle were like, why don't you, why don't you, um, squash it with bananas. If he can't get over this, why don't you be the bigger man and just tell him, Hey man, I'm not going to throw you down this time. So maybe we could work together or I get an IOU or whatever. Obviously I don't fucking trust bananas because who should he stole his partner's money. So people tend to forget that, but I watched that season and, um, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, you don't want to trust me. You want to throw me down every time. Well then what's the point? Like, I'm not going to sit here and, I'm not going to be like every rookie that's just like, oh, my God, you're an OG vet. I'm not going to touch you. I'm like, no, motherfucker, I'm here to play the game. Let's play. Yeah. Um, And how do you think you and Bananas would do on a rival season together? I think we'd crush it, honestly. (laughs) He's a GOAT, man. I'm not taking any credit away from that guy. He has played, I think it's what, over 20 seasons or something? 21, I think, 21. So over 20 seasons, he's got seven wins. He's the Tom Brady of the challenge. Like he's absolutely crushing it. Every time he gets on, he ma- he does, you know, big things. He came on to our season, won the daily immediately. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a powerhouse player and he's very strategic. Like if you see him trying to, you know, manipulate Darrell and Darrell's like, Oh, D- bananas wants me to play his game. Yeah. Not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Jay's keeping me safe. Basically the rookies are keeping me safe. So why would I go there? You know, Yeah, definitely. They always, they always throw Darrell out. They always do that. Yeah. So watching it, I'm just like, okay, well, that's a number that maybe he wants to work with me, an OG vet. And he does. He's cool. Yeah. So, you know, I think we would fucking kill it. Bananas and I on a team? What? Like, I would hate it because I would have to talk to this guy all the damn yeah. time. But I think we'd kill it. And especially in a final, what? Both of our endurance is up to par. Like, we're ready to go. He's would, a great competitor. Would you steal the money? I don't know. Make us rivals. <laughs> all right. All right. He'd um, probably steal my money. So fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so I want to get into this game again. First impressions. Um, so some of these people are people you've never met. Some are people you've met before, but I just want to know your first impression when you saw they were on Red or Dies with you. Um, so the first one, you never met her before, unless it was at like a party or something that we don't know about. Um, Laurel. First impression of Laurel meeting her. Laurel? Extremely beautiful and a very intelligent person. Okay. And I don't mean just beautiful on the outside. She's actually a very nice soul on the inside when you get to know her as well. Okay, perfect. Um, the next one, um, you had you played with him on Total Madness, but he came back Jordan Wisely. First impression seeing him on Ride or Dies. Fuck, he's a badass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> seeing him come back is like, oh, God, the game just got harder. I remember being on stage and he runs up and, and Michelle looks at me. She goes, who's that? And I'm like, Who's that? That's the fucking goat. That is the badass. That is the guy that is going to be a pain in my ass if it comes down to male single eliminations. 
Um, the next one I have is Veronica. I love Veronica. She's so sweet. <laughs> People call her evil sometimes, but I think she's so, V is the best. V, if you're listening to this, you're fucking amazing. I love you. <laughs> um, so the next one I have is Chauncey. First impression, me and Chauncey. Um, I actually met him at a party before. Okay. Uh, but they didn't tell me that they were going to be on the season. So when we got to the airport and I saw him, I was like, this motherfucker. And I looked at him and I go, you liars. That's what I just remember saying. Um, first impression meeting Olivia. Damn. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> but um, also, she's so funny. Like, people don't know. She is so beyond funny. Like, she just looks like a badass on the show. That girl... Sit her down for 15 minutes. You don't need to talk. It is so entertaining. Perfect. Um, the last one I have um, is kind of a reverse. What was your impression seeing that CT is not coming back after two wins? Thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he is not in a bad way. Like He's a, he's a cool dude. But damn, dude, he is the, he's the challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Beating CT, everyone still to this day is like, yo, you beat CT. They forget everything else I've ever done. Yeah. They're like, you've beat CT. Because to beat CT is like, I mean, you get him in the final, he's going to win. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100% agree. Um, so I kind of want to get into your gameplay a little bit. Um, because, you know, half of the people are saying it was great. You and Michelle were the stars. The other half of the people are saying you guys were so messy and getting involved <laughs> in all this drama. Um, so I want to start off with, the most iconic rivalry of the season, Jay and Michelle versus Laurel and Jack. Um, so you and Jack were actually close at first. If you could just talk about that whole dynamic um, with you you and the three other people and the rivalry that that became. So Michelle, I had never had a problem with Laurel ever. Mm-hmm. Me and Laurel were cool. We never talked game though. So that was kind of like, even when Michelle brought it up, she's like, she doesn't talk game with me. I don't trust Laurel. Da, da, da. And I couldn't defend her like, hey, we've talked game. I think we're safe. Like none of that. I had never had that. But um, we talked. We had late night talks, talking, hanging out. She's a great person. And then with Jack, I met them both at the same exact time. So the way that, you know, it looks like I've known Jack for years and he's my best friend and we have a band together. We literally made a band in like two days and then we made a song in two days and then we performed it because we were bored as shit in the challenge house. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we became friends in the house. I think he's a cool dude. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a game for a million bucks. And if we haven't talked Alliance and Laurel hasn't talked Alliance and I just met you guys, and I know Laurel is friends with the vets, and I know the vets are going to keep Laurel safe because those are all OG vets. I'm not an idiot. I know how the game goes, and at the end of the day, it could have been us. It could have been them, but no alliance was ever spoken of. Mm-hmm. Nelson is my homie homie out of this game. Going into this game, I still talk game with Nelson. Yeah. Like We'll hang out and talk shit and do whatever, but sometimes in the late nights, we'll be like, yo, we're good, right? We're Alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We don't even need to talk about it. Cool. As long as it's said, or as long as we're talking and discussing strategy, then you're playing the game. Yeah. You know? So, but if you're not doing any of that and you're all just hanging out, like Bananas played guitar for Jack and I, that doesn't mean I'm working with fucking Bananas. You know what I'm saying? Um. So why was Laurel and Jack um, 
your first um, throw in, a lot of people wanted to know, was it Laurel's reaction to it and, you know, how they were acting in the interrogation? Um, but people wanted to know why Jordan and Anissa or Bananas and Nani weren't thrown in first when you guys won your first daily. Uh, Bananas and Nani weren't thrown in first because Nelson and Michelle told me to be the bigger man and try to squash that beef and just be like, Bananas, we're cool. Just stop doing this shit so we don't have to put up with it for the rest of the season. So I tried. Mm-hmm. And then um, for Jordan and Anissa, they were on the board, yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah, they were on the board. So I didn't want to throw down Jordan and Anissa. But, you know, they've both said my names before in old seasons and stuff. So it was like, well, I mean, I don't know where your head's at. We haven't talked game. Um, I didn't even know that Jordan was working with Nelson. That's how much game we've talked. Anissa has not even barely talked to me this whole season. Like every now and then it just pops in. It's like, hey, Jay but not even like how we used to be on total madness, like friends, friends. Um, so I didn't know where their heads were at. So I have to say eight people. Uh, and unfortunately those eight people were not part of my big ass Alliance that I had. And definitely not part of the winning OG vet Alliance, because if you start with the winning OG vet Alliance and you piss off all the winning top three OG vets, well then they're going to come back in the house and come for you immediately. But if you're kind of, chipping away at the OG vet tree and you're just taking a little bit of the bark away, you're weakening the tree. You know what I'm saying? So I know Laurel is tied to Nani. I know Laurel is tied to bananas. I know they're all working together. I know um, Jack is not really going to have a big say in the OG vet Alliance. So, you know, they're going to be like, okay, Jack, you're tagging along with Laurel. You're, you're safe. But if Jack wasn't part of team Laurel and he was just like Jack and Olivia, you know, and he didn't know any of the vets, they would have thrown his ass down the first time too with me. Yeah. You know? So the only reason Jack was safe was because he had Laurel and she had ties to the OG vets. Yeah. So you have to chip away at the tree without shaking the entire tree so early in the game. Had I known I was going to win back to back, like in hindsight, AJ, you're going to win the next two challenges. Oh shit. Then I would have been like, okay, we can shake the tree fully, you know, but it's early in the game. You don't know what the next challenge could be. It could be anything. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just chip away at the tree. I do want to talk about, you said you have to nominate eight people, four teams. Um, and there's been a lot of things on Twitter about the flaw in the game that some teams have thrown the dailies because the last place doesn't go into elimination, right? So why yeah. do you want to win and get all that blood on your hands? Um, so you, you know, firsthand experience being there, winning two daily challenges, do you think that was a flaw this season that last place doesn't go in and the winner has to throw eight people in? Uh, I don't, I don't think there's any flaws to these games. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't, it's a new game. They have to change the game. So you have to adapt and change your dynamic on how you play the game. So if the board game is always changing, you know, there's, there's no such thing as a perfect fucking game. There's no, there's, Like as many people want to say, like one day we'll have, like it's never going to fucking happen. There's no perfect way. You Mm -hmm. know, if the audience can yell for teams in elimination, do you think that there's ever going to be a perfect fucking, no, it's never going to happen. So you just have to adapt to the game that you've been given. So that being said, why do I want to win? Because I'm a fucking competitor and that's what I'm there for. I want to play the game. I want to get daily challenge numbers under my belt. I want to get elimination wins under my belt. I'm here because I like to compete, you know? So if I got to get blood on my hands, I got to get blood on my hands. 
And if I, you know, could count on my alliance to help me and get more blood, then let's do it. Do I think that winning back-to-back hurt Michelle and I's game? Yeah, 100%. I, because it's an immediate, like, they have all the power, they have blood on their hands, and they got messy twice. We're the first to get messy twice. So if a rookie wins, then obviously, like, whatever. They're going to throw down bets. But if a middle vet slash rookie, like, coming into my third season, I didn't feel like I was accepted as a vet yet. And I definitely wasn't a rookie because if the rookies are coming to talk to me like I'm a vet, but the vets are still talking to me like I'm a rookie, then what the fuck? You know, I'm in the middle. So it's it, it was a nice place to be swing boat this season because I could have chose any side. I could have been like, vets, let's throw it on all the rookies. But I know I'm at the bottom of that totem pole. So why not be on the top of that totem pole instead? The rookie mm-hmm. one. No, I agree. Um, another person that was a vet but playing a little bit of a sneaky game was Devin. Um, so there was talk about Devin, uh, had a one day deal with you or something or one, one, we, we had multiple week deals. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I just want to know about how that went down. Did you trust Devin? Was it just like a gentleman's so, like agreement? Just run me through that whole narrative. The first deal that we had, Michelle walked up and said, Jay, the first time that we won, I was like, all right, so what vets are we throwing? All of them. And then she goes, um, we have a deal with Devin. And I'm like, we have a, we have a deal with Devin? We, uh, okay, when the fuck did this deal come up? And then she's like, well, this time, because Devin and I have never worked together. So I didn't know if I could trust Devin. He didn't know if he could trust me, but Michelle was like kind of the middleman of that. Yeah. So her being like, yeah, uh, unfortunately, we can't throw him down. I'm like, why? You know, so that's how the first deal happened. Then the second deal happened. Not as bad, but kind of like, Jay, I kind of talked to Devin. And I'm like, you made a fucking deal, didn't you? And then she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, now now we're working with Devin fully. So then I started getting to be able to talk to Devin and building that relationship. So then we started discussing and being like, all right, let's make a gentleman's bet, new winner. And that's why the scene that you see Devin, Nelson, and I all sitting together, we all look at each other like one of us need to win this game. Yeah. You know, so- Uh that was a gentleman's kind of pact at that point. And uh, from that point forward, you know, even watching it back and watching Tori be like, we're going to throw him down every fucking time. I'm like, yeah, well, you're attached to Devin at the moment. So you can't really do shit. Yeah. I was going to ask about that because Tori and Devin were very split. Tori wanted to take you out because you targeted um, Anissa and Jordan. Devin's working with you. If they would have won how do you, a daily challenge, how do you think they would have went? Do you think they would have thrown you in? Think? I think I think Tori would have 100% tried, but I think Devin, Devin is a man of his word. Yeah. And although like it looks like he's playing a sneaky game, he didn't backstab anybody, and he is playing the game the way the game is played. You know, you're playing with a bunch of snakes. So when when you're pointing at another snake being like, you fucking snake, did you forget you're a snake too? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> we're all lying to each other in the garden. Yeah. So. But I think he's one of those people that when he says and he gives you your word, his word, then it is his word. But if we didn't have a deal with them that week, shit, I mean, there's no deal. So I wouldn't have taken offense Mm -hmm. had we not had a deal. But him and I and Nelson did say, all right, let's all three combine heads and work together. So at that point, then I would have been like, oh, now you're a fucking snake, you know? 
So I think episode seven, um, which was the elimination that Veronica and Darrell went home, was kind of a miss on your alliance's part, just because Nelson and Nerys won, but they sent in Amber and Chauncey, who were also in your alliance. Um, Bananas Nani were there, Anissa and Jordan, um, Casey and Kenny, but Nelson didn't want to say Casey's name, which is understandable. What happened that week? I mean, there's a lot of drama and mess going on, but do you think that was a mistake on y'all's part? for Nelson and Reese to throw down Amber and Chauncey instead of a vet team? You know, as much as I'd like to say the Alliance, yeah, how can I say this? As much as I'd like to say like the Alliance um, probably would have preferred Bananas and Nani to be the main vote. Okay. Nelson has been playing this game for so long that he has so many ties to so many people. So that was extremely difficult for him. He's friends with literally that entire board and Nani, who he calls his sister. You know, I think that's why he didn't throw down bananas and Nani because of the respect and the love that he has for Nani specifically had Mm -hmm. bananas been alone. Shit. It might've been a whole different story, you know, because what we, what I wanted personally was bananas and Nani be the main, you know, and then Jordan go in and beat bananas and Nani. Because I believe that Jordan is one of those types of competitors with Anissa by his side to be able to beat Bananas and Nani. Because they are a badass team together. Bananas and Nani are amazing. They got top three like almost every time since they've been on. Yeah. You know, on the truck challenge, top three. On the word challenge, we're right behind them, top three. Um, You know, the the first one they come in, they win. So... The only person that can take these two out is another badass team, Jordan and Anissa. Yeah. You know? So I tried to get a rookie pair that I thought was strong to take out Laurel and Jack. They were one piece off, and it was upside down. Yeah. So imagine those two, the game would have been different. Imagine those two took out Laurel and Jack, right? Yeah. Then the next day, I wouldn't have to throw down Casey. I could have had... Okay, now it's going to be bananas. Um, I don't know, whoever, yeah. not Casey, because I didn't. Casey's my friend, so I didn't want to put Casey in a fully elimination against Nani because I care for Casey. Yeah. Otherwise, if it would have been anybody else, well, go. I don't care. Yeah. So a lot of it seems like you, Nelson, obviously Fessy, are very close to Casey. Um, and she is a newer player, you know, debuting on the same season you debuted, but she is linked to Nani, um, yep. you know, being a relationship. How did you guys deal with the whole Casey Nani thing? Did you trust Casey? Did you just automatically align her with the veterans because of her, you know, relationship with Nani? 100%. Casey is not aligned with the veterans. She is family. Okay. You know, that yeah. is not, that's not even game. If you look at the way that Nani reacted the moment that I said both of their names, Casey and Nani, she was like, if you, if she's down there, like that wasn't game. That was fucking upset. My girlfriend is down there and I have to go against her. Fuck you. You know, that was her, her reaction to that. So of course they're aligned. They will never betray each other. 1000%. Even if the game got involved, they would betray everyone to save each other. That's love. Yeah. You know? So did I feel safe with Casey? Yeah, I felt safe with Casey. Did I feel safe with Casey's alliance? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Had Casey not been dating Nani, Casey would have been with us. Yeah. So she's dating Nani. 
Um, I do want to, I was going to ask this for a first impression, but I think it deserves its own segment. Um, Turbo came back this season. Hell yeah. Um, and we all know Turbo is challenge champ, but then the next season, him and Jordan got into it. I don't know if you've ever seen that clip of him and Jordan fighting on War of the Worlds 2, but it's pretty intense. 100%. He was kicking the statue. Yeah. Um, I'm a challenge man. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know your thoughts, you know, being on the same season as Turbo and what that was like, because there was a couple fights. (sighs) You got two, two, not hothead, but two individuals that are set in their ways. You got Jordan and you got Turbo. Sometimes personalities don't mesh well. And, you know, if I had been on the season where Turbo's kicking the shit out of the statue or whatever, um, I would have just been like, okay, well, Turbo's kicking the shit out of the statue. No problem. Whatever. I don't fucking care. Yeah. But Jordan wanted to take it into his own hands where he's like, why are you kicking the statue? Stop kicking the statue. Like, Turbo's not the dude to take disrespect. If yeah. you give him respect, he will give you respect. Yep. Turbo and I are actually friends. I like Turbo a lot. Even when we came into the season, I saw him and he's like, brother. And I'm like, brother, what's good? Because we, we go to the same climbing gym. I've seen him in the gym. We hang out. We talk. Uh-huh. So going in, he's like, brother, when you run in the house, get me a bed next to you. And I was like, no problem, you know, because Turbo's my guy. So Jordan coming in, I mean, the whole dynamic changes between Turbo and Jordan, you know, if if they were to come at the same time. But thing was, you got to give Turbo respect. And like when Nani approached him about going into elimination – he was just misunderstood because I understood that whole, they show my face like kind of looking up because I understood where he was coming from. Where it's like, yeah, if we're so close and we're so homies, like if I win power, I'm never, even if I heard it, I would never go up to Nelson and be like, Hey bro, I heard you want to go in elimination. You know, like you wouldn't, you just wouldn't do that. Yeah. So, you know, so he's just the man of respect, and some of the some of the vets, Devin doesn't get along with Turbo. You know, it's just different personalities in the house, and you just have to understand where each other comes from. A hundred percent. So I do want to get into last night's episode. Um, so we have Jordan and Anissa win the car challenge. Um, you and Michelle were very close. Once Jordan and Anissa. One, I'm pretty sure you knew, like, my time's up. I'm going into the <laughs> I have to win now. You're in a win-now mode. Um, but they throw you, – you don't know who you're going to verse, right? So it's down to um, Fessy and Mariah, Nelson and Arise, and Olivia and Horacio. Um, mm-hmm. Did you have a team that you wanted to see particularly over the other two? 100% no. Okay. My entire alliance was down there with me. Okay. That whole – eight the whole other six people that were down there with me was my alliance was my family was that was who I was going to the end with. Yeah. That was my final, you know? So to me, it was like, whatever, we got to beat them in a fucking elimination. I I would have to beat them in a final if we ever played together, you know? So it is what it is. I'm didn't want anyone over anyone. I didn't want, uh, I didn't want any of them down there. I would have taken I would have rather had anyone on the board. I would have rather had Johnny and Johnny and Nani, uh, Jordan and Anissa. I would have had anyone up there versus having the people that I was legitimately 100% tied to. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into you know the elimination, because there is some controversy around it, just with the people screaming. Um, yep. 
I want to know your thoughts on Nelson's decision to um, save Fessy, who has done him wrong before, and send in Olivia, who is his showmance, and you know they're getting to know each other. Nelson's a man of his word, and something he has taught me over the years is don't play with emotion. And although someone has fucked you before, he literally told me, hey, man, try to make it up with bananas so you don't have to deal with this forever. Yeah. So instead of, you know getting revenge on Fessy. He just, he just ended it and proved to Fessy, I'm a friend. Don't ever fucking do that to me again. And I bet you because of that move, Fessy will never, ever betray Nelson ever again now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk about the elimination. This is a controversy that's been happening, I mean, for decades now, but the problem with the challenge people have is that, you know, people are allowed to talk during a Elimination, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it happened on with D and Ashley on Total Madness. I mean, it, it, helped, it happened on the same season with Turbo. Yeah, with Turbo, a perfect example with Turbo and Olivia and Horacio. Um, now, there's been one season where that hasn't happened, and that was Fresh Me Too, where they would get a bus and take the people from the house to the elimination, and then just whoever showed back up won, right? You being there, having to experience this, the whole house rooting against you. Um, it seems like Jordan was the loudest. Just bring us through your thoughts on that whole dynamic and the debate of, well, they should have had the numbers and that's the part of the challenge where you have people rooting for you and supporting you versus the argument of it's not a fair fight. It's going to be a never-ending debate on that one because – As much as I personally would love to have a one-on-one, everyone shut the fuck up and let the better man win, like a real true fight, it's the challenge. That's part of the game. And I I had to learn that, and I learned it the hard way because the entire house yelling, and especially Jordan's loud ass. (laughs) Um, I couldn't hear anyone but Jordan. I couldn't hear Michelle at all, so... That's why you even see me go, shut the fuck up in the episode because I'm yelling. I'm looking directly at Jordan when I'm saying yeah. that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, to me, watching challenges, I never really raise my voice unless it's cheering. Yeah. I won't. I don't really. I, I, I like the integrity of fighting one-on-one. Uh-huh. I've always loved that. Um, I feel like it's fair even in like real life fights or any of that, I've always loved if it's one-on-one, you let it ride. But if, if someone jumps on, jumps in, then you have to jump in too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that fucking sucked, buddy. Yeah. I, <laughs> I couldn't it. hear a word Michelle was saying. I get it. Um, so a lot of people are fascinated just with times of, cause you know, we don't have a time, on how things run in the challenge. How long do you think that elimination was? I don't know, dude. Okay. I don't know. When I'm in there, you just you're in there. You know, I'm not like, oh, it's been two minutes. Some of yeah, some of those eliminations are, you know, an hour long and they're both sweating. Um, like Durrell versus Jordan on All Stars. And then some of them are like two minutes, very quick ass whooping. You know, so a lot of people are just yeah. about the time, but it's all good. Um yeah, I mean, it was way faster than the one that I did with CT. Like, that one was literally timed, like, you have 20 minutes to barricade and then 20 minutes to to, to unbarricade. And I was like, we got 40 minutes of fucking hell in front of us yeah. right now. Oh, man, let's go. Uh-huh. 
Um, so I want to talk about your three seasons in a nutshell. Um, if you could rank them, you know, your best experience you've had to your least, least favorite experience you've had. Least favorite experience I've had getting thrown into elimination every single time. Best experiences I've had getting to go against some of the greatest in eliminations and also finally getting to fucking play a part of the game this time. Yeah. I so those it. are, those are like, even when I went against Leroy, uh-huh. Leroy was thinking about throwing Devin against me that day. And I know I would have beat Devin in that. Uh, sorry, Devin, if you're listening, I, I know I wouldn't beat you. Yeah. Um, but Leroy had done that elimination before, but the night before Leroy came up to me and gave me the respect and was like, Hey bro, I think I'm going against you tomorrow. And in my head, being a fan of the show and knowing like when you beat a fucking great, like it, it feels better than just beating a, like a rookie or somebody yeah. new, you know? So like when CT came up to me the night before as well, he told me the night before, he's like, I'm going against you tomorrow. And yeah. I was like, dude, thank you so much. I'm so fucking excited. Like, thank you. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And I like walked off and he was just like, what the fuck did this guy just say to me? You know? <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, I get to go get CT tomorrow. Holy shit. There's going to be a big deal. You yeah. know, it's a win-win for me. Cause if I lose to CT, well, I lost to CT obvious. If I beat CT, holy shit. Uh-huh. So then when I talked to Leroy about it, Leroy too was like, Jay, I might go against you tomorrow. And I remember telling Leroy, I'm like, no dude, not Mike. You fucking go against me tomorrow. Please, please give me the honor. I want to go against you. And I lost. And I remember, so the last time uh, I interviewed in the beginning of 2021, like we said earlier, you said you would have beat everybody else in that elimination in that house except Leroy. And I believe it. I believe you would have killed everybody else in that elimination. Dude, I mean, TJ told us, he's like, that is the fastest elimination I've ever seen. And he even told me, he's like, had it not been Leroy, you would have beat everyone. Yeah. Definitely. So. Um, so this season was a little different for you um, just because the last two seasons you had, uh, we had that skull twist that's, you know, people loved it or hate it, where you had to win an elimination to get to the final. Um, what was your experience like without it? Do you prefer the skull twist? Do you like the game without the skull twist? Just what were your, your thoughts on that, you know, change of gameplay this season? It changes the game entirely. And the stress level of like, fuck, when do I have to go down there and get a skull, you know, mm-hmm. is different um on total madness if like two skulls if you could have turned in two skulls to be safe one week and then you have zero skulls that would have been cool as hell gameplay you know yeah um like tokens kind of um but like they that would be actually a very cool fucking game if you got two skulls and then you get to use them as tokens and then the skulls like if you turn them both in you have no more skulls and you still have to go down and get one skull to get into the final that would have been dope but um this game I mean, every game is different. I loved it. Okay. I loved it because I I wouldn't give a shit if there were skulls involved or if anything. I finally got to play the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I finally had enough numbers to play. Total Madness, nobody knew who I was. Nobody was, like, ready to ride with me fully. Um, Corey Wharton was. But, like, I was meeting Devin. I was meeting Kyle. I was trying to make fucking friends. Yeah. My, my first season, dude. I was like a fly on the wall to everybody. I didn't have any friends. I barely, I got to talk to Anissa most of the time and Josh and Asaf. I, when they took away Asaf from me, I was, fu- I was like, damn, that was my homie, homie. Yeah. Um, 
Shout out to Asaf, though. Everybody who's listening to this, go listen to his music. He's killing it. That's my boy. We're going to make music together. I'm telling you now. Um, he's a great dude. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just fucking awesome to finally get to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have one more question, one game, and then I have a bunch of listener questions I just kind of want to knock out really quick. Cool. Um, so I want to ask just the mental health aspects um, coming off this show. Um, you've obviously gained Instagram followers and you, you know, being one of the bigger stars this season, have people that either, you know, love you and will support you. And then the other half do not love you and will tell you how they feel about you, um, which can kind of be draining. And you also filmed this season. I don't know the beginning of 2022. So it's been a couple months of just, you know, living your everyday life. And then it comes back on the screen and you have to relive every day of it. Um, so I want to just ask about like how your mental health was during this and then how it is now, you know, having all these millions of people tell you how they feel about you. So for all of us as competitors, you're in this game and you're playing a game, not just in front of like your colleagues and your competitors and like your, 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 whoever, you know, that you're playing with the other players, you're playing the game in front of millions of people that are watching the show. Yeah. So the stress level of this coming off, dude, people come off and sometimes they beat the shit out of themselves mentally. Um, like, oh my God, I lost. I'm a fucking loser. And like, they really get down in the dumps about it, you know? So I'm not saying I, I had that. Um, I mean, my first season of Total Madness, I was upset because I was like, fuck, I didn't even get to play the yeah. challenge at all. Like, fuck, this sucks. But I beat CT, so like, that's cool, you know? Yeah. But, um, but people, like the people that, all these people that I I play with, they don't deserve all the fucking hate. Mm-hmm. Like that is something that I wish I, if people that watch the show are like, I wish this gameplay was different. You know what I fucking wish? I wish that nobody started like the most vulgar, disgraceful shit that you can say to someone. People type it and they text it to you. Like people have, have DM me like, I wish you and your family die. And I'm like, over a fucking TV show? Like, do you do you know? Like, it's a game, bro. Um, so anybody that is listening, please, if if I have a rivalry with someone on a show, or if there's ever bad talk be- between each other, if someone talks shit about me on a on a podcast or whatever, just send them love. I don't need people to defend me and be like, that you're a piece of shit and yada 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 every bad word I can think of. Don't do that because at the end of the day, these people are on, on your, on your TV, but they're not like, we're not super, we're other humans. We're just like you. We all have emotions. We're all going through shit. You see Tori this season talk about, you know, getting over her depression and anxiety and whatever. Mm -hmm. And like the mental health issue of this game is that, you know, some people are already so hard on themselves that that doesn't make it any easier. And the fact that you have to build yourself back up to be who you were or who you believe you are and then have people you, and then you relive it. And then people are just back to destroying you with yeah. your evil shit that you've already told yourself. Like, you know, if you lose the challenge, you could come off and be like, I'm a fucking loser, man. Damn. Another one, you know? Yeah. And then someone could be like, Oh, you, you big loser. Like, you know, and they're just reiterating what your brain is already telling. That's not healthy for any of us. I would rather it just be like, 
it's 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 i mean no one's ever gonna do this but like i would rather it just everyone just fucking not everyone deserves a trophy okay this isn't like hey let's all get a trophy you played the game yay but not everyone deserves hate like i I don't like that if you're not playing the game don't attack someone that's not if you i got a comment earlier today on my page that i really liked Uh i've had people dm me shit that's like you're the biggest effing idiot blah 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 blah. and then i respond with thank you so much um i hope you have an amazing life with you and your family right and like you can't continue attacking and then sometimes they'll be like oh my god i can't believe you responded i'm sorry i just said that to get your attention i'm like well i'm sorry now you've lost my attention for all of eternity but i want you to know that you could have had my attention had you just said a message like i got earlier today which was someone commented was like jay I didn't entirely agree with all of your decisions this season. I thought you could have played a different game, but I still respect you. Good job. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. I even DM'd her. I went out of my way. It was a comment. And I DM'd her and I was like, hey, thank you so much for that comment. I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, and I just started chatting with her. And then she was like, dude, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Like, what the fuck? Like, you're on the channel. I was like, that's crazy. And to me, I'm just like, no, I'm just a normal human, but it's so cool that you uh-huh. you interacted in that way, you know? So just don't fucking hate on people. Like, if I have a rivalry with Jordan, you don't need to go to Jordan's page and call him, you know, ass or whatever other shit that you need to say or Tori's page. Like, fuck, fuck all that. Uh-huh. Give, them a, give them a good job, man. And if you don't agree with the, their decisions, it's just you disagree with their gameplay. It's yeah. not you disagree with them as a human. Don't attack people. I fucking hate that. I hate that shit. Um, I agree with you 100%. Um, so I just want to get into this one last game before we get to listener questions. Just mm-hmm. rapid fire this or that. I'm going to give you two options. What do you prefer personally? Good to um, go. I love these games. <laughs> so the first one I have, I know what you're going to pick, I think, but I always ask this one to start off. LA or New York? LA, 100%. Pizza or tacos? Oh, Fuck. I'm glad you didn't say pizza or burritos, but I'm going to choose pizza. Okay. Um, uh, Big Brother or The Amazing Race? If you chose burritos, I would have went with burritos. Just like okay. But uh, <laughs> Big – oh, fuck. I ch- oh, shit, I choose – I choose Big Brother. All right. Can you rank off uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat? Rank them one to four, please. TikTok, Instagram – Snapchat, Twitter. Twitter's last. Okay. Got it. Um, next one. Tom Brady, LeBron James. LeBron James. Okay. Uh no, fuck that. Take it back. Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because uh, I thought of I immediately thought of LeBron James on the Miami Heat. Because yeah. that's my team is the Heat. So I was like, LeBron, uh, but I also don't didn't like the Patriots, but then he came to Florida and was on the Bucks, and I was like, all right, fuck it. You're okay. Floridian too. Okay. Um uh night or morning. For what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I choose I'm an all day person. I don't have a preference. Okay. I get it. I get it. Um Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. Rank them. In that order. Oh, all right. Well, that was easy enough. Um, vacation, snowy, mountain, skiing, snowboarding, or beach vacation? 
What do you think, Dylan? <laughs> the <I> beach. Can... <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the list. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not yelling at you. I love this game. So, yeah. uh, roommates or live alone? Oof. I love my roommate, but if I had my own spot, it'd be cool. Yeah. I live alone. I love it. Um, ooh. Reality show. Not you being on it, just watching. Reality show or documentary? Ooh. Documentary, because then I don't have to wait week by week by week. That's a good answer. That's a very- I like closure. Yeah. <laughs> good answer. Um, loud or quiet? loud i'm right. fucking loud uh math science social studies rank them um math science social studies in that order social studies is last yeah i love math oh no i'm the other way around oh really my favorite class was physics oh nope <laughs> i think science would be last math would be second social studies would be first Oh, yeah. See, mine was physics and then engineering and then social studies. I was just like, why the fuck am I even here? Yeah. <laughs> Pen or pencil? Pen. Okay. Recess or lunch? Lunch. I just left the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Introvert or extrovert? What is the what is the word for middle? I love my alone time. Oh, when I'm out, I'm ready. Well, I know what you're talking about. I'm going to Google that really quick because I know what you're Please. talking about. Ambivert. Ambivert. Uh, that's, that's ambivert? Ambivert, yep. A-M-B-I? Yeah. Okay, I'm an ambivert. Okay. Where um, sometimes I just want to be left alone, but other times I'm like, I need people now. <laughs> uh, painful truth or comforting lie? Painful truth. Okay. Happy ending or sad endings in movies? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say massages. <laughs> um, you know what's like a really good? I like Blue Valentine. Okay. Like thinking yeah. of like uh of a like a a happy movie that gets sad or like Five Hundred Days of Summer because Five Hundred Days of Summer like he loses his chick but then he finds a new one in the end and it's like oh fuck yeah you went through all this trauma and you got your girl but then yeah. in blue valentine it's like you tried so hard to get your girl and you still lost her you know <laughs> so it's oh man uh i love movies if i had to choose movies documentary or reality tv movies on over everything i am a movie goer i go to the movies every tuesday bro because like amc has a deal and i'm like i'm watching every movie are you an theater. oscar movie fan like Oscar movies? I love uh, literally any movie. Okay. Drama, right. romance, family, uh, you know, animation, action. I'm, I'm like thinking of the, the random ones, you know, but yeah. like, yeah, any, like, yeah, that's it. Okay. Dogs or movies. cats? Dogs. Okay. Night out or night in? Mm, depends. Am I alone or do I have a lady? <laughs> I like both. It's a mix. Uh, That's why I'm an ambivert. Yep. Ambivert. <laughs> um, the Jurassic Park movies or the Transformers movies? Dude, you know what I mean? Jurassic Park. Doesn't matter. I, was, I had every toy as a kid. Really? Every fucking... My mom blessed me with that. That was like my, my goat. She was like, you going to school this week? And I was like, yeah. She was like, you want the new dinosaur? I'm like, yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> want to hear one of my red flags i've only seen parts of the first jurassic park movie and never seen the rest of them yo what Paige was trying to get me to we had this talk about i think over the summer she's like you need to watch all of them like this friendship will end if you don't watch the jurassic park movie yeah i agree with you dylan i will never do one of your podcasts again if you don't <laughs> watch the first two jurassic parks i'll get those are the that. best because the new jurassic worlds and shit it's like oh okay this is fucking ridiculous like they're yeah. not that's not gonna happen but the first two that could totally happen Okay. I mean, did you hear? Did you hear about them? They just found like the zombie virus. Yeah, I. I uh, yeah, I don't know if that's real, but if it is, everybody that's been preparing for years, yeah. like my homies in Florida, I'm coming home, motherfuckers. We're gonna survive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So these are two shows. Don't know if you watch them, but you can uh, just put one over the other. Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead? Ooh, Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones. Okay. Um. Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and the Hulk. Rate them. Oh, shit. Um, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and the Hulk. Now, are we doing it based on personality or on power? Your preference. Who, If you were going to war tomorrow. The Hulk. Is number one? Yeah. All right, and, then, and then Thor, because I know that the universe, Thor and the Hulk are pretty much tied on power. Yeah. And then... Captain America is just kind of like meh to me. Like I never was like, oh my god, Captain America. So then Iron Man, so we can fucking blow shit up, and then we can throw our shields and shit. I guess. Okay. And then the last one I have, success or happiness. Um, happiness is success. Okay, great answer. Um, so I have a lot of listener questions. So I want to try to knock these out. Um, I'm not going to name drop everybody, but I'm going to name drop the first one just because, um, he's obsessed with you, and I think you've met him before. Uh, Tommy, he's the one with all the tattoos. Tommy on. X trainer, my fucking boy. I love you, brother. Um, so he uh, sent in a question. So I was like, I'm gonna have to shout him out because he first time I ever met him was in St. Louis, and you were the first person he talked about. Did you ever interview Jay? I love Jay. He's the reason I started watching the challenge. So he was like, I'm gonna shout him out. He wants to know about the confessionals this season. He said it looks like they're only wearing two to three things all season. Were they all recorded at the end? When were they recorded? Can you ask him about that? Uh, they're recorded throughout. Okay. So some in the beginning, some in the end. So, you know, all right. It it usually correlates really well. It's okay. Good. Perfect. Um. So another one I have is: Would you ever play Survivor again? Tommy, you could have just DM me. You know, I would have answered that for you. <laughs> yeah, you a whole paragraph. Can you please ask him this? I was like, "Yep, I got it. I'll ask him." Dude, he's the man. <laughs> um. Would you ever play Survivor again? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. Um. What were your thoughts on Survivor Winners at War? Loved it. And the the spy nest was yeah. fucking awesome. How would Tony Vlachos do on the challenge? Oh, my God. I think he would crush it, but he'd have a hard time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you watch the Challenge USA, and would you ever do it since you're eligible being from a survivor? Ben is my fucking boy. Yes, I watched the Challenge USA. I love Ben. And do I think I would do well? Had I been on that first season, I know how to play the challenge. Yeah. So they're all learning with each other. I got to play like my first time with OGs. Yeah. So going in, I could have totally, I could have been like survivors assemble. Let's do some shit. We can be the <laughs> vacation survivor Alliance. Let's do this. Um, so the two most chaotic people on that season were uh, Sarah and Tyson. A Not lot surprised. Of, <laughs> a lot of talks about them. Um, so I had a couple people ask if they were to go to the flagship with you, Michelle, you know, Michaela, how do you think they would do? Would you work with them? That type of thing. 
Um, considering, I mean, I would just have to know, I would have to play the game with them. I'd have to see if we vibe. I'd have to see if we talked game. Like I don't base it off of other games. I base it off of when I'm standing in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were on the amazing race, who would your partner be? Oh, I mean, Michelle, the amazing race. Let's oh, take besides, Michelle. Let's besides, besides Michelle Fitzgerald. Sorry. That was part of the question they asked. Um, to win or to have drama? <laughs> if you, if the casting director called you tonight and said, who do you want your partner to be? Who are you picking? If we were to win, um, who can run like a motherfucker? <laughs> Probably take Jordan, bro. I'd be like, Jordan, let's run forever. Um, but, or no, I would, I would go with Nelson. Nelly T. That would be great. Yeah. Because then you'd get drama and athleticism, you know, and you'd get some funny ass fucking commentary where we'd be at a puzzle and he'd be like, Jay, I don't know, bro. It's time for the needy greedy, baby. <laughs> um, so I wanted to make this one a segment and I had some people ask you about it. So I thought I would just wrap it up. Um, huh? If you could talk about Stay Loco, what that is um, for people that don't know and what the future holds for um, that brand. Cool. Stay Loco is my personal clothing brand that I started. It means stay crazy because loco means crazy in Spanish. So pretty much stay your crazy no matter what the world tells you or whatever negative influence, even if it's your own and your own subconscious is telling you that's crazy. It's a stupid idea. It will never work. Continue to be yourself. Continue to follow your dreams. There is something inside of you that's telling you and continuously bothering you to follow what the fuck your heart is telling you. So always follow it. And no matter what anyone says, stay crazy and be yourself and go for it. Because, dude, I'm just a regular person from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I went to Nova High School. Like, I'm a regular dude, you know? And I'm here on the challenge competing against some of the great. I just placed top three with Jordan and Johnny Bananas and Nani and Anissa. Like, anything is possible. And had I listened to all the people in my life that tried to shit on me and tell me I couldn't do it, well, they're wrong. So yeah. always just stay true to who you are and keep following your dreams and just stay your crazy because that's what it's all about. So okay. whenever you wear my merch, look in the fucking mirror and be like, all right, I got this. Whatever today's you know triumph that I have to get over, let's do it, right? Love that. Um, all the links will be down below in the episode description. I want to say thank you so much for coming on again. Anything you want to say, any last words where we can find you on social media, just your time to shine. Dylan, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure chilling with Dylan, baby. That's a, such a great name and it's very catchy. And um, you can find me at jsterrett.com. You can literally get everything or stayloco.co. It all directs you to the exact same place. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all the links are there. Cameo is there. So go to jsterrett.com or stayloco.co, whichever you prefer, because they both take you to the same spot. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, so I dropped my Polly Calafiori episode today. So I'm going to drop yours next Thursday, December 8th is the plan. I'll send all the links over. I do want to ask, um, I don't know if you remember, but we, I do a poster for each episode. The last one I did was a surfing. Um, so I don't want to you know, do that again. Do you have any ideas for a new poster? What anything going on in your head that you think would work? Uh, make us rock climb. Perfect. Love. It. I was thinking or- that. Or you can put us in in uh, two hamster wheels, considering me and Michelle were just in them. <laughs> Love that. I was thinking the rock climbing, but I wanted to just see what your opinion was. Do the do the hamster wheels. Make it funny. <laughs> okay, I'll do the hamster wheels. <laughs> your art is great too, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Um, that's all I really have. I really appreciate you coming on. I'll send all the links over when they're done. 
Um, I hope you have a good rest of your day. Perfect. Thank you, brother. You have a great one. So have a good one. Bye. Chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Good vibes and such an incredible feeling The podcast that you need and want Interviews with reality TV stars uh, So entertaining, now you don't wanna miss uh, Real as it gets, never know what to expect uh, Got a rep jersey, I thought I told ya Yes indeed, every week got a brand new poster While I'm, ayy, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Ayy, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Let's go!